So as you can tell, probably by the title of this live, I'm gonna talk to you guys about a very specific um, sort of principle that you need to implement on your sales calls for your agency. So this is very specific to uh, B2B, right? So this is for you guys that own like marketing slash ad agencies, right? This is what this group is all about. Um, just so that you guys, we might have some new people in this group, some of you that have been following us for a bit. Um, at this point over the last year, we've talked to and worked with, I don't even know how many, <laughs> how many agencies at this point. I honestly, like I, I just lost count. It's there's just, the amount is insane. Um, and so as a result, as you can imagine, we know the market pretty well and we've seen a lot, right? We've just seen a lot. And so one of the most common mistakes that I see a lot of, um, agencies making on their sales calls is I'll usually see a scenario that goes something like this, right? You're on the phone with a prospect and like just out of nowhere, they just start firing off things like, Hey, like, what do you do? How much do you charge? What's, uh, what's the, where's the link to your website? Where are your case studies? Do you have any referrals I can talk to? Uh, like what's your experience? How long have you been doing this? Well, one after the next, one after the next, right? Tell me if this sounds familiar. Guys, give me, give me something in the comments. Let me know if you've ever had this happen to you on a sales call before. I know it's happened. It happened to me a ton in the beginning. I still see it happen all the time to people. Um, and the problem is a lot of agencies don't quite know how to handle a situation like that. So usually how it goes is they fire off the, the eight, 10, 15 questions that they have for you. And they just try to grab all the info that they want, you know, the price, what you do, all the questions around your credibility and your experience and stuff. And then they just want to leave the call to kind of like price shop. And so what happens is a lot of agencies, they get stuck and they just answer the questions. That's the last thing you ever want to do. So if the prospect starts firing these things off and they're like, you know, can you tell me this? Can you tell me this? Can you tell me that? And you're just like, oh yeah, I've been doing it for this long. Here's my blah, blah, blah. Here's what we do. Here's how much we charge, et cetera, et cetera. Last thing you want to do. Okay. And the reason why is because what's happening when the prospect is firing off all these questions to you is they're actually trying to take control and own the frame of the conversation on the sales call. The reason why that's a problem, right? Is because in order to success, to, to, to successfully conduct a sales call where you achieve the outcome you want, which is if it's a right fit, the client, the, the prospect becomes a client, then 10 times out of 10, you have to be the person who is the expert and the authority figure on the call. You can never have a situation where the prospect is controlling the call and controlling which way the conversation flows and you end up closing the deal. It doesn't work. It doesn't happen, right? So again, the reason why this is a problem is because if you give in to your prospect's attempt to control the frame, then they've essentially won the control of the call. And in their eyes and in their mind, they've gotten all the info they want. They don't care you know, if you have questions for them or how you want to conduct this call, they're just going to take the info that they got from you and bounce, right? So first of all, don't make that mistake, okay? Don't just give in to your prospects firing off questions. And this is what I call your sales calls turning into job interviews. Again, see this all the time, guys, all the time. Um, and so the, here's, I'm going to tell you guys exactly how to avoid this. So that your calls never, never, never turn into what we call job interviews ever again. Okay. Because again, it's the last thing you want. So 
The only reason why this would ever happen on a sales call, meaning your prospect's trying to take control of the frame and the conversation, is the frame was not properly set by you as the expert and as the consultant in the beginning of the phone call. So it always, always, always stems back to the beginning of the conversation, right? So more often than not, a lot of you guys will get on the phone and not really set any sort of like goal or um, any boundaries specifically for the call. And you kind of just dive into stuff and you, you just like go right into a conversation and then you kind of just like ask a few questions and next, next thing you know, the prospect's job interviewing you, right? So what you need to do is set the frame in the beginning. And there's a multitude of ways you could do that in terms of like verbiage and language and the specifics of what to say. But here are a few examples, right? So number one, kind of a super standard one is like, hey, Mr. Prospect, you know, my goal for this call is to help you get a better or is for me to get a better understanding of where your business is at, what your goals are, where you're looking to take things. And then if I think you're a fit, I can help you. That's one way. And that's like kind of, or sorry, if I think you're a fit and I can help you, then it's like, you know, I'll tell you about what that looks like, et cetera. Right. That's kind of like the standard um, one that like a lot of people use. And that's okay. I mean, there's, there's not a whole lot that's wrong with that. The only thing is it's not that strong of a frame. Right. So even if you say that a lot of times you'll still get prospects that are like, eh, whatever. Okay. And then you continue into your questions and your discovery process. And they still at some point on the call will just like, be like, you know what, screw this. I don't care what this person's saying. I just want to like get my info. And that's when they start the job interview process. Right. So the way you can take this a little bit deeper and really sort of like reinforce that frame in the beginning is something more along the lines of, Hey, you know, say John, for example, John, I'm, I'm sure you've been on these calls before. You've probably talked to a ton of agencies, right? And then ideally, like, they're engaging with you a little bit. And they're like, yes, I have. Right, John, I totally get it. So my goal here is not to try and, you know, hard close you and, and you know, pitch something at you and just be like a salesperson. My goal is for, is I want to get a much deeper understanding of your business, what your goals are. Um, and ultimately, my goal is for you to get clarity on what needs to happen within the business to grow and break past these, these roadblocks that you're facing. Now, whether or not we decide it makes sense for us to work together, that's a totally different conversation, right? But I just want to make sure I have all the info and all the data points that I would need to make any sort of informed decision about whether or not it even makes sense to talk about working together. Is that, is that fair? And then you just smoothly move into your discovery process, right? So the reason why that's a little bit better than the first one is again, you're kind of just reinforcing it and you're getting the prospect to engage with you, right? So what you also don't want to find yourself doing guys on your sales calls is talking, talking, talking all the time and never letting your prospects um, like confirm that they understand what you're saying and to and never letting them engage with you at all. That's not what you want. You want your prospects to feel like they're being heard, to feel like their opinion matters, to feel like they are just as part of this conversation and just as important in, in this conversation as you are, 50-50, right? So it's almost like you want the dynamic of you and them against everybody else, not you versus them trying to win the sale, right? Um, I know I just like talked about a lot there. So let me know if that makes sense, guys. We have about 20 people on right now. So that is essentially, guys, again, how to uh, completely avoid the whole job interview process from ever happening on your sales calls, which again, for those of you that, that just jumped on, when I say job interview process, I mean your prospects all of a sudden just firing off a bunch of questions at you. You know, like, hey, you know, such and such. What's your experience? How long have you been doing this? Like, where's your website link? Do you have case studies? Where are your referrals? This, 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 that. How much do you charge? Like, what's the cost? How does it work? Blah, 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 blah. All that stuff, right? <clears throat> um, because again, if they do that, 
then you've lost control in the conversation because whoever's asking the questions is always the person that's in control. These are all principles and concepts within communication and sales, all this good stuff, which is a huge part of what we talk about here. Um, now, again, a little added bonus, right? So sometimes guys, and if you've been trying to grow your agency for at least some time, a few months, six months, a year, whatever, you probably, hopefully at this point, gotten on enough sales calls to have seen this happen, which is occasionally you'll come into contact with some prospects that are just a little bit tougher nuts to crack. Meaning you'll set the frame in the beginning and you'll reinforce it and it'll be really solid and they'll agree to it and they'll buy in and you get to your discovery process. And then, you know, maybe like three or four questions in, they'll kind of just pop out with like, uh, Hey, you know, how much does it cost that you, you know, whatever it is that you do, or, Hey, you know, I just, can you kind of just tell me about what it is that you do? And so the, the easy, easy, easy way that you, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at the comments here. Yeah. Everyone I talk to jumps to how much does it cost? Yes, exactly. Textbook classic example, right? So again, when they do this, the only thing you have to do is reinforce the boundaries you've already set. So as you guys can probably imagine, if you set no boundaries at all, meaning you never set the tone and the, and the guide for the conversation in the beginning at all, and you just straight up get into like talking, then you're kind of like, you're basically like a fish out of water. Like there's no hope for the most part um, because there's nothing to anchor back onto. Meaning when they do come out of nowhere and, and ask you a question that's like out of the blue, such as how much does it cost or whatever, right? All you need to do is reinforce what you said in the beginning, which is, hey, totally understand. You definitely, you know, you want to talk about whatever they asked, right? We'll definitely get to that. But in order for me to, you know, John, let's say, for example, in order for me to make the most informed decision as a professional marketing consultant and, you know, not as a salesman, just selling you something, John, then, you know, we do have a process that we go through where we, we try and gather the entire full scope of everything. Right. And so, guys, I'll give you an analogy that we like to use, which is, you know, this is what you something to the extent of what you'd say on your sales call, which is, you know, John, it's almost like a doctor prescribing a medicine without actually like asking you where you're feeling pain. That would be considered malpractice. And that's essentially the same thing, the same, same principle we uh, operate by here with our agency. We don't just like give you something without uh, fully understanding where you're at, if it even makes sense. Is that fair enough? I wouldn't say is that fair enough, but like, is that fair? Or like, does that make sense? you get them to buy in and then you continue the conversation, right? So if you've done it in the beginning and then they've tried to kind of throw you off your game by asking you an out of the blue question and you've reinforced it again and they bought in and you smoothly continue, then the sales call is on a much, much, much better path. Um, because now you guys are on the same playing field, right? Again, just wanted to pop in here and drop some sales training on you guys. Um, kind of as a, as a heads up, like, I'm going to be in, you know, Brian and I as well together are going to be doing a lot more lives in this group and a lot more trainings um, just to make sure you guys feel like you're getting your, like, I don't want to say money's worth because you're not paying to be in this group. But we, you know, we, we initially created this group, obviously to be the best damn group in the freaking Facebook world for agencies, um, even though it's free. Uh, along with cost, I've also gotten, can I do my work on commission and they'll pay me after they get business? Oh, Anthony, that's like my favorite one that they ever say. It's just the, my favorite by far because it's also the it's also the dumbest thing that a business owner could possibly say, right? So it's like let's say he's a roofer, for example. Mister Roofer, can I ask you a question? Would you go estimate the cost to repair somebody's roof? Go through the time to estimate, which I'm sure the estimate is free, so that's fine. 
And then would you actually go and fix the roof, get the manpower, get the labor, get the equipment, the supplies, all the resources that you need to go and fix this person's roof. That's like a 15 grand job. Do it. Don't take payment. Don't, don't uh, accept payment from the customer. And then only if the customer likes the work that you do, do they, can they pay you? Would you accept that? And the answer nine times out of 10, if they're a smart business owner is no, right? Obviously not. It's not even an afterthought, right? Obviously not. And so it's the same exact principle that you uh, operate your agency under. And so all you have to do guys is use an analogy like that to help your prospects open their minds a little bit and realize that what they're saying is dumb, but without you saying, Hey, what you're saying is dumb because you don't want to combat the prospect, you know, kind of like get into a head on uh, uh, battle. That's not what you want. Um, so that's one really, really easy way to sort of work, not work around, but um, combat that. People always ask it, uh, restructure my pricing to a pay per lead. So they pay a retainer, uh, then they pay blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, Lance, if that's like, if that works for you, fine. I'm not a huge fan of doing pay per lead unless you're, um, I mean, unless you're doing a lot of like, like a big volume, you know, and you're working with like a really higher end industry that makes a lot per customer. As well as, again, if they're doing a lot of volume, meaning spending a lot of money on ads, then like pay per lead or pay per new customer can work. But nine times out of 10 for most agencies, it's the route you want to stay away from. Um, again, you really want to stick to uh, working on retainer for the most part. Again, until you start dealing with bigger clients and you can do like revenue shares, percentage of ads, all these different like options, right? But not the best way to go if your main goal is cash flow, which if you're sub 30 grand a month, 30 to 40, that has to be your main goal, cash flow and cash on hand. Um, Dedrick asks, how about we have to see case studies of yours? Um, dude, that's a long, bit of a longer question or it's a question that has a longer answer. Um, I'm not going to, I'll save that for another live that we do just because there's a little bit more that goes into that. Um, but what I can tell you is the way you don't handle that is with a one liner, right? which is what most people teach. It's like, hey, here's just like one nifty, crafty little line you can use on your sales calls to like magically make the objection go away. It doesn't work that way. Um, again, guys, this is just like one little tidbit of sales uh, knowledge that I'm dropping on you that we, some of the stuff that we teach our private clients at Agency Hypergrowth. And of course, you guys have seen the case studies that come out of there. I think we have a bunch that I haven't even put out yet, which is insane. Um, people come in, they're closing 15, 20, $30,000 contracts within their first month or two um, and never having sold anything. It's insane. Um, so humble brag, but we kind of have a really nasty, in a good way, sales process for B2B agencies. There's there's no uh, big announcement here. So again, just want to pop in and drop some, drop some knowledge on you guys. Of course, we're always here. So if you guys, uh, if you run an agency and you're kind of just fed up with being stuck in what we call like the agency hamster wheel where you're just doing a bunch of stuff and not really getting where, getting anywhere fast. Um, again, feel free to reach out to somebody here on the team, whether you want to private message myself on Facebook and also message somebody from the team inside the Facebook group. Um, this will be on YouTube as well. So for those of you guys that are watching on YouTube, I'll leave a link to our Facebook group down below. I'm also going to leave a link in the description to um, a 15 minute training that we have for agencies as well as a few other trainings. Um, so again, we're here for you guys. If you ever want to ramp things up and uh, stop kind of spinning your wheels with your agency, you know who to call. I mean, of course you can call other people, but we're, uh, we're pretty good at what we do. So um, yeah, guys, with that said, I will talk to you soon and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Peace.
All right, guys, and that's going to do it for this episode of the Ad Agency Growth Podcast. Now, a couple of really quick reminders for you guys. If you haven't already noticed, down in the show notes of this episode, whether you're on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Spotify, anywhere you're listening to this, there's a ton of links for you guys to check out. First link down there is going to be a link over to our Agency Starter Kit mini course, essentially. It's going to go over the beginning to end of building your agency from the picking your niche, you know, prospecting, the sell without selling system, you know, the fulfillment side of things, really everything that you need to start and then also grow your digital marketing agency. Also, other links include our YouTube channel with, at this point, hundreds of videos over there. Um, specific videos are linked down below that we think you'd see some value out of. Our free Facebook group with almost 10, actually, I think it's pretty much over. Depending on when you're listening to this, it's probably over 10,000 uh, members that are actively looking to grow and scale their digital marketing agency. So again, feel free, go down to the link below or links below and check out some of those. Anyway, guys, 